Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Growed Up. Um, a quick disclaimer or quick announcement or quick let me know some stuff before we get started with this week's episode. Um, one is that uh, our conversation went on for about two hours. Um, usually, you know, we talk for about an hour or so. So I decided to, instead of, you know, interrupting any of it, we just continued, we flowed. And um, I divided these episodes into parts one and two. So this week would be uh, part one of this conversation. And um, I did have a little bit of some issues with the sound. So I do in advance apologize for the quality of sound that you'll be receiving these next two episodes. But I did try very hard to make sure that it sounds, you know, audible, <laughs> that we are able to hear the conversation. But it was a very insightful one, very beautiful I enjoyed it. I hope that you enjoyed as much as I did. So without any further ado, enjoy. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Growed Up and I am your host Fernando and it has been a while. I know I promised that I'll be a little bit more uh, consistent, but let me tell you. Okay, no, I'm not going to tell you. I don't make excuses. But um, <laughs> we're just going to get straight to it. I'm actually really, really excited about this one. We've been talking about doing this for a few months now. So as you know, this is the show where I bring people close to me, acquaintances, work, very close friends, family, myself sometimes. And we just explore the concept of adulthood, right? What is this thing? of being an adult what does it entail why why are we doing this and you know expectations versus reality and uh, today i have someone that's extremely dear to me as you all know this is going to be a common theme <laughs> on the show that everybody that i talk to is very dear to me so i actually don't have acquaintances i have closenesses so this is someone that I also went to high school with, but we kind of bonded a lot more afterwards. I would say maybe during varsity time. And um, mm -hmm. she's someone that is, one thing that I can say if I can describe a, a very specific a trait of her that I really like is her sense of honesty. She's so raw. You know, she'll just tell you exactly what she thinks. She'll tell you exactly, even question why she's like, listen i have to ask this you know so she's always on top of things in that sense she wants to know facts and um she has graduated from the university of pretoria with a social um, workers degree and is now working on her llb nah. yeah yes so without any further ado ladies and gentlemen i have here with me my amazing friend bunolom fikwe hello hi friend how are you i'm good how are you darling I'm good. Finally, at home. Guys, it's been like, hey, man, we've been saying, when are we going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking about the thing. We've been talking, uh, but finally now. But I think it's just a time thing. Like, it's been so weird. Like, um, I think the whole last year, just kind of everyone just shake, like, I don't know, adjusting to things. Yeah. And yeah. Um, finding time for almost anything has been quite quite insane but i think i found that this year we started on a different note than last year i don't know if it's because of last year having been so crazy that this year people mm -hmm. are like we're a bit more open to like just check in on each other a bit more frequently than yeah 
Yeah, but I think because every all of us were just all over the place last year, mm. that we also were trying to find our feet. So I think we are just slowly getting into, I don't know, finding our own feet. Then it's like it gives you more room to be able to check up on others now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know. But what do you think this year has been so far? Um, on my side, honestly, it's been kind of rough. It's been kind of rough because mm-hmm. um, it's also sink like like um. Uh, well, let me put it. I also lost like my job last year, mm-hmm. so the adjustment from that time until December, yes, obviously it was a reality. But I don't think it had sunk in properly, properly properly mm. so this year i think um from last week actually until now it's it's really hitting big time it's like um dude you don't have a steady income where yeah. you know at this day your money you get enough e notification type of thing yes, yes i do have my income now it's in, in a different form but my thing is it's just that that whole routine now i think it's it's starting to sink in that um it's no longer like before type of thing so i'm really just trying to find a rhythm a way around that mm. so that it just doesn't overwhelm me type of thing yeah because it's one of those things where and especially at this age you kind of are expected to be a certain someone or be at a, spe- a specific place in exactly. life. And then exactly. something like COVID hits that nobody saw coming and it just changed. It just changed everything mm-hmm. in such a weird way. You know, it's funny that before we spoke now, I was talking to another friend of ours um, about the exact same thing that, you know, it's so easy to dish out information. I mean, not information, advice to others and mm. say, no, don't don't compare yourself to other people, all of that. And I think it is good advice. It is true. True. But you can't help to say, um, I'm, I'm, I'm in my late 20s. Um, yeah. I'm back home with my parents. Mm. I am, you know, I mean, you, you're like, before the, 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 the pandemic hit, yeah. I was I was okay. I I, stay, I could see things were starting to look good for me. I was out of home. I was working a good job. I was, you know, my sense of independence. So yeah. now the thought of just coming back home and it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's it a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. And you, because so many of my plans now, I had to now change yeah. and, and, you don't know, do you change them until what point? And then you're like, is because then there's also so much uncertainty even now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You also still don't even know what is, what, 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 how, how things are going to look like in the next six months. Type yes, of thing. So yes. it's just, oof. it's kind of like, yeah. get in what you need to get in, you know, and, and get up and do something at this point. And it's one of those things, like you said, like in, it's not easy to compare, um, to not compare yourself to people, but, Mm. um, at the same time, you're like, damn it, had I maybe started earlier, this pandemic wouldn't have affected me as much, you know, had I been as, as Mm. quick witted as Mm. the other guys are, you know, out of probably being in a position to have benefited from this situation, versus like now only i'm getting up and acquiring skills which is not bad i mean it's always good to acquire new skills Mm. at any point in life but imagine if you had that mindset like before and that same vigor to like let's do this thing now you know 
exactly <laughs> exactly no, it's like, i uh, think that's also the beauty of um what came out of 2020 bruh. like you know we've often been told this that you need to plan for the future yeah. you need to plan for the future yeah. but as being like yeah you, you know but then you how many of us have actually te- have taken steps to actually plan for yeah. the future that like, should yeah. something like this happen then you know you're good you're sorted and also, but I know for me, moving entail? forward, it's, yeah, it's a lesson that I know, bruh. Yeah. I need to plan for the future. You yeah. need to have a plan B, yeah. you know? It's yeah. the beauty of 2020 that, dude, you need, you can't just take things for granted. Tomorrow's never guaranteed, bruh. No. It is never guaranteed. No. And you kind of can't put all your eggs in one basket at this point, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think even preparing Mm -hmm. for the future, it's not just the savings. Yes, save financial stability. Yes, that's one thing. But income-wise, right? How many streams of income are you going to have? And say you decide Mm -hmm. one, how are you going to diversify? Because this one thing needs to be able to adapt to situations like a freaking pandemic, an earthquake, a flood. You know, how are you going to make sure that your business or your idea survives all these things and it's so fucking like crazy to to think that dude like i never thought i'd live 2020 in my lifetime you see that shit in movies i never thought that would be my life it sounds like something that comes out of a movie or like you read a book something like this (laughs) do you remember that first day of quarantine exactly that first Mm. week when the soldiers are out and these freaking <laughs> tanks everywhere. People are like, yo, shit is going down. And the fear of leaving your house just to fetch the newspaper was real. I was like, this shit is, it's an apocalypse. Like, it's the end of the world. Yeah. You know? Now, for me, I just think it's an interesting story to tell. Especially when, oh, bro. especially oh, as a child. One day, okay. Like, dude, I, I yeah. lived yes. through that time. <laughs> yes. It's not a thing that I've been told. Not, no, bro. Yeah, bro. I used to go to school and suddenly, bro, I was home. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go play. I had to go play outside with a mask on, bro. Like, life changed ah. like this. And yeah, you just have to be ready. I think this, this, this pandemic, no one saw it coming, bro. Like, and for me, I remember when it started um, in 2019, towards yeah. the end, but that was the time it was in China. Get it? Yeah. So when I was hearing about it, I'm like, okay, okay. It's one of those things. You know when you hear about like yes. Ebola? Yes. When it happens like there. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, it's here. Like we hear about it. We hear about it. But then when it started getting closer, yeah. And closer, yeah. closer. Yeah. You're like, okay, shit, this thing is serious now. It this is thing, not this thing is for real now. <laughs> I remember during the hard lockdown, and I'm like, guys, when you go outside, like mm. when I used to go outside to the back room in my yard, I'm like, guys, there's nothing going on. Nothing. This is usually the time where you find kids playing outside. Nothing. If they find you playing outside, they are police cars <laughs> driving up the street. You're like, what is going on, yeah. guys? What is this? <laughs> it was insane. Like, it was unheard of. Like, I think it's it's valid that thing. You watch sci-fi movies. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Bruh, that was sci-fi. You know, there are times we live close to a highway, um, to like a main mm. road, rather, not really a highway. And, bruh, mm. like, this time of the day, no cars, like, 
silence, <laughs> silence, silence. And I'm like, what? But it was creepy at some point. At some point, it was really creepy. No, like, how much I was like, is this thing really that bad? It is really, yeah. really. And for me, way. I think what also made me take this thing more seriously it was when it hit home. Yeah. So we lost family members from um from from the from COVID. So yeah. it was guys, this is no child's play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was also at that time when it was starting, it was during the first wave. So yes. it was just the thought of just having COVID, it was like, of course, yes, now it's still a big deal. But I feel like people are no longer as scared and terrified of yeah, it like it was during time. the first wave. So I remember even when our 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 family members, our first my my, my our first my first family member passed away. Yeah. It was like, oh okay. Eight days later, a second one. Mm. About a month later, the third one, you're like, okay, this thing now. Oh, and I remember I also tasted positive for it. Yeah. So it was a thing of guys, am I dying? I I, I remember, I'm I not remember. gonna lie, when I got my results, I was I was on that tip just my life was flashing. I'm mm. like, okay, so now I'm gonna die. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I really was planning it, out like, that I'm gonna die really, in my head. Really? Yeah, until my cousin was the one that actually talked to me. And I'm like, yeah, dude, calm down. Mm. Like, calm down. You're the one that's gonna kill yourself from this. And then from after that, thing. I did, I took all those necessary treatments, obviously. And then, yeah, but I got tested negative again. But my point is, I think with COVID, until, and it's also said, I see this now, even here at home, that until there's someone you know who who, who dies or, or yeah. someone loses their job because of this, I think that's when people take it's it more seriously. seriously. Like, it's just so sad that a lot of things that, I think that's how we also learn as people, I don't know why, yeah. that until it hits home, it's like, that's when you're like, uh-uh, this thing, this thing is no joke. But this how, do, no how do you feel now, for example, because, you know, how you're saying people are more relaxed now um, than they were in the beginning, right? How do you mm-hmm. feel, having gone through what you went through the first time it hit, and how people are behaving now? Like, h- how, what goes through your mind, like, seeing stuff? Or are you also less, a bit more relaxed about it than you were the first time around? I mean, you're mm-hmm. about to I'm not like I'm the one that's even get. I get annoyed when I walk into spaces and people are not having their mask on. Mm. Um, I always have my 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 sanitizer with me, or if I get in a taxi and someone coughs, I'm like, why? Why is this person coughing? <laughs> like, and it's things like, <laughs> no. And I get annoyed. I'm like, don't go cough there. Like, go do that there. I yeah. I'm still I'm still very paranoid. Um. I, I, my, my, my family says I take it to an extreme. I'm like, dude, you need to take it that far because I I, I really do get annoyed even now when people even make unnecessary trips to come see me. I get annoyed with the unnecessary trips. Don't, don't do that. And, and unnecessary events over the phone. Like don't come here unnecessarily, you know, I'm still very paranoid. I'm not even going to lie. I can imagine, man, because, I mean, you, I think because it was at that time where it was during the hard lockdown as well when you, when you suffered mm-hmm. loss. And um, for most people, it was still that debate of this is only for white people or this is only for rich people. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Know? And you're literally, I remember when you told me that they couldn't even 
do an open casket like you couldn't see your family you know and these yeah. are people that left dependents behind and mm. you know now at the at the grave because now we you know we have big funerals like it's not even like it's a party or anything just it's just like that people come and now yeah a lot of people that, come to support the family yeah and i had to limit that and all of that so like i think it, it makes sense like you know why you would still be you know um on the edge mm. about it i get annoyed with the i'm so guilty of that sometimes you know um especially with with people that are close that I, that I feel mm. are close to me you know just the the um maybe we, we a bit too like you know we hug we first you know we haven't mm-hmm. seen you we mm-hmm. hug type of thing but i get more annoyed i remember someone even just recently told me like when i didn't see them walk into the room so i didn't really acknowledge mm-hmm. them and when i turned my head i saw them and they're like you know it's like sorry i didn't see you you know i didn't greet you and stuff it's like no 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 it's fine plus vele you're not a hugger I'm like it's not really hugging season. <laughs> so so no, I'm not a hugger right now. I feel you must embrace that. I know personally now it comes in handy. I I even yeah. pre covid I I'm not I have a thing with my space. Yes, right? yes. So when the pandemic hit I'm like yes, good shot. Like stay there. I stay here. We'll use our mouse to communicate. We'll use our mouse no need to for us to touch each other. I like, it. Thing, so. <laughs> I like I, it. I I I've only, yeah, I've always been that way about my space. So even now I'm like, why why are we touching each other? You yes. know, like no. Yeah. No. Also, why are we going why are you having a, a gathering for, you know, unnecessary stuff? Like, you know, why You know what I mean? Like back home my mom is fighting with her sibling because they're turning I think they're turning 50. and uh now they want you know it's my 50th on an event and it's like dude maputo is not doing well right now with covid can you not mm-hmm. like is this really a priority for people that's what for me is weird like in it's it's such a priority and it's not something that i'm thinking about i guess mm-hmm. i never think mm-hmm. about it on on a constant basis but now like i'm thinking about something else like my first instinct it's kind of like last year also when new years came and the face of what are we going to do i'm like nothing we are not going to do anything exactly. why why mm. are we doing things you know we don't have to do things i don't think we need to go out of our way to plan such large gatherings anymore like and keep it simple. it's it's that simple it's really a matter of life um and death. it's just that simple yeah. it's it's one of those things You yeah. have those you you have those gatherings chances are that you can fight it off. Yeah. Chances are when your immune system to, can handle die. it. But you don't know who you're going to interact with whose immune system is not going to I was fortunate enough when I tested positive that my my immune system was able to fight it off. But if it was something else then and now we see that it's also hitting people our age and young healthy people healthy so people yeah you can't even say no my parents yeah. my ingi it's mm-hmm. even younger people mm-hmm. who are ki- who are who die from this mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it it's yeah it's it's just one of those things i think it's just um it's kind of like the storm the the worst of it people look at it as the worst of it is over now it's just a part of life we have to learn to live with it mm-hmm. but i guess but mm-hmm. also take the precautions you know i'm not trying to get covid my thing is just just don't do unnecessary things things that you know man we can wait 
Anyway, I think so too. That's all I'm saying. And it also that's all I'm saying. It also kind of shows you what really is important and who is important yeah. in your life. Also, yeah. who really matters. Like, now you're not just gonna throw things just for the sake of it. How many people are you gonna have? You're limited to ten. Who's gonna come? You know. Mm. So like, mm. but exactly. yeah, I think it's just a matter of people need to understand that there is risk to this. Um. You think you might even fight it off, but there's a chance still that you will. There's a ninety-six percent chance that you'll fight it off, but there's a four percent mm. chance that you'll die. Oh wait, exactly. that you will not fight it off. I, I don't know how many people are dying. Is it one percent, two percent, that one? <laughs> but it's there. That I'm not even sure what the percentages <laughs> are now. But for me, I'm like, I should better, better say. Better, better safe than sorry. Safe than like, sorry hey. I know, just, just, just wait. That's all I'm saying. But mm. look, with the vaccine and stuff, I think, I you... think hopefully, man, towards the end of this year, we're gonna be okay. But I was also listening to a uh, briefing by the Minister of Health, and mm. he was saying that even with this now, there's a possibility that the virus could mutate. So now that could also create yes. another third wave. I'm like, ah. Yeah, there's a there's a someone was telling me whose partner is a doctor. They there's a prediction for third wave in March next month. So it's possible, dude. Like that's why certain habits you can't lose. You know, don't lose the habit of having a mask on. I like that they made it illegal for you to not have a mask on because just don't. You know, that's one step extra. And just just be careful. Social distance. You know, like in just mark distance. If you don't have to interact i guess it's easier for me to not do something because i'm just not that person that's constantly thinking of let's go out or whatever so it's easier mm-hmm. for me to not think about that much but if you don't have to don't you know what i'm saying like wait yeah. w- not even a wait just don't make peace of the fact that hey you're turning 50 i it's always so amusing but i i'm like ah whatever the the look that i get from people where i'm like where's your mom i remember the other time i was with my dad in the car and my dad wanted to give someone a lift so it's my dad and me and my 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 nephew yeah i'm like papa no this person doesn't have a mask on and who gave me this i'm like no but he does not have a mask on He's like, no, but I'm like, no, but he does not have a mask on. Mm. We can't do that. Mm-mm. And Bella, he didn't stop for the guy. And I'm sorry, like, sharp. I'm sorry. Maybe Bella, that guy was tired. He needed a lift. But I'm like, but he didn't have his mask on. And we, no, maybe. Oh, I love mm-mm. how okay. your concern here was he mm. didn't have the mask on. I'm always that person that he, <laughs> 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 we get to the robot, someone walks past, I'm like, is the car locked? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at him like he doesn't have the mask on. I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't know you. <laughs> You're not getting in. I'm sorry you have a hard day, but no. <laughs> COVID or no COVID, I'm not the guy today. <laughs> so. But I think it's also I, I'm I'm seeing this now with with growing up, bro. You don't you realize how much you become your mother. Yep, 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 yep. Like you are so cautious of things that in the past you were also like, ah, yeah, mama. Like a, but now you are that person. That, You're you like, know? no, we cannot be having, no. one, two, three cannot be happening. No. You know? No. And it's so funny you say that uh, because remember we were talking the other day about my issue with towels and stuff. Like I don't share a mm. towel. Like my towel is my towel that I'm using at this moment. Mm. I don't care yeah. even if you're my child. 
if you're my child and you have to share a towel, I'll use it first and then you can use mm. it, you know. But my mom is even the far extreme of that, where it's like everyone has their own set of towels. So this pink, green, and orange one is yours. This brown, peach, and purple one is daddy's towels. So I don't want to see you with mm. a purple towel. Like, why are you using your dad's towel? Clean or not? You do not use so. <laughs> I'm finding myself. But I, you know, guys, and I remember when we had this conversation. Yeah. I was like, but it's actually true. Like, think about how you use your towel. And yeah. now the thought of you using it that way. And then someone, someone else, else is using use it. it. And and they no. wipe in between the cracks and stuff like that. And yeah, you can say exactly. you're clean and whatever. But I mean, if a towel is so clean, why do you need to wash it after a while? I don't know. <laughs> so I think not. We are not sharing a towel. We are not sharing a toothbrush. Oh, my God. That's a thing. Oh, people do it, Shem. People are in love when I'm a friend. You don't know. No, but people do that. I think, you know, people who are newly in love, Mm-mm. they do things. I've never, been, I've never been that in love. Like we've no, I promise friends. you. When people who are newly in love, they do things. You're like, oh, yeah, mm. you love me. But you, you can't. You're like, let yeah. them be, guys. Let yeah, them that enjoy one, their moment. That one. You mm, see, toothbrush and towel has always been a thing. I've never been that in no, love. No, but with the towel thing, actually, I, yeah. I agree with that. And fortunately for and me, that I, my, I have my own bathroom. Yes. So, Vela, I hardly even use my parents' bathroom. Yes. So, it's one of the things, Vela, my towel is my towel. But when I thought of it, because I it was not something that I paid much thought to. Yeah. But it's so true. I'm going to actually implement that one day in my house. Like, guys, yeah, like this is everyone must have their own towel. Yes. Nah, bruh. It's disgusting. Like, you can't towel. be sharing such things. No. Because I no. remember there was a time in high school. I can't remember if... I don't think you were at that camp. But we went to a mm. camp and there were some girls from another school. I don't fucking know what school. And mm. one of them didn't have a towel. And they asked me for mine. And I'm like, no, bitch. I'm not giving you my towel. Not me. Ask anyone else. Not me. And they, they're from a sighted school. And mm. the next day, at some point, I see this bitch with my towel. I'm like, girl, <laughs> where did you get? I was like, you know what? Keep it. I'm good. We're not doing this. I don't want to do you more. Mm-hmm. Mm. And worst of all, if it was maybe someone from school or whatever, like one of the other girls that were there, mm. I know them. We would have a fight about it, would work things out. Mm. I don't know you yes. from a bar of soap and you wash your vagina with my towel. And I must use that exactly. same but towel. She was, but uh-huh. she was very wrong. No, it was that was spitefulness. Really and I was like, no, you know what? Just keep it. I don't give a shit. Dude, like, I will, I will swing. And it's manners, really. I mean, especially because she asked you the first time and you were yes. like, no. Next thing, she has it. It's like, when, uh, where did you even get your manners from? Or for you, you to take to, my things just like that. Thing. And I even told you the first time. How? And I don't know you. So, like, I'm, I'm that deep with my towels. Like, I, I can't. And I know that came from my mother. And my mother is kind of the ex, the extreme version of it, where it's like here you sit, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm a bit more lax here at home. Like you know, okay, as long as like say you took a clean towel, it doesn't matter. But that towel that you took is your towel for the duration of the cleanliness of such. You're staying there. Yeah. <laughs> Until it's next wash, you are the one that's using that towel. I'm not. I I don't. You know. At least but it's mine. but it works, man. I think yeah. I think I'm I'm actually gonna implement it because well, think like I said, think of how you use your towel, man. Yeah. And then someone is gonna no, bruh. 
no, 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 our vaginas can't be mixed like that, no, 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 we don't swing that way, and I mean, nothing against anyone, you know what, lesbians, who do you, but no, I'm not trying to, no, you know, Oh, guys, now it's going to make my imagination go well. But no, I, I agree with your mom. <laughs> I think, I'm not even, I think, I'm taking that, guys. Moving forward, towels is just Here's yours. a no-no. You guys have a pink, a blue mm-hmm. one is mine. The red and yellow is yours. The purple and brown is yours. There is it. Exactly. <laughs> so you must rotate. I also like that at home, though. Like not with, like with, that. With, with your family. Yeah, at my house, I mean, it is my mother's house. So I don't really have a choice. Um, and then here, like with 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 um, yeah, Hubby and, and yeah, with Hubby's family, that part is a no. It's like that. Okay, with me, I don't have that extreme division of this set is yours, that set is yours. But the towel that I'm using, I don't like to share. I really don't. And when I find okay. or suspect that my towel is a bit wet, I will most likely change it. Hi, Marida. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. No, I don't share. Especially with my kid, I've, I don't use mm. his towel. He doesn't use mine. It happens sometimes. You know what it reminds me of, though? You remember how in boarding school, it was such a norm for us as girls yes, to share the shower, to share the bath. Yeah. Share. But now as you grow up, you're like, oh, okay. Dude, mm-hmm. even, you know, there's even a this thing. Is not- even that mm-hmm. thing of getting dressed um, <laughs> or someone just being in your room. Like now, for example, right? It's so weird, like, in sometimes a friend would come and I'd be in my room here in my house getting dressed. And, mm. you know, I just got off the shower. And then she'd come in and sit there with me and she'd be like, why are you here? <laughs> but I can't say that. But my body's like, get dressed and get out. Why are you here? <laughs> I thought I thought I was the only one with that, mm-hmm. with the getting dressed part. I'm like... I no, remember even and funny enough, after high school in varsity now, mm. and I had my I had a roommate. I don't know this girl, but she was free, but like she yeah. walks into the room, she's naked, yeah. she is, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, this, this this is not happening. This is not. It's so. This is not a know, thing for it's me. It's so funny because and now the older that I'm getting, I even get it with my aunts. It's like, hey, why not? we raised you, I'm like, I know, but like, yeah. why, why then, what do you want to see, because we all have the same thing here, so like, what, yeah, what do you want to see? Yeah, but it's my thing, like, also, you know, like, no. Yeah, but we have the same thing, yeah, so there's so nothing what do you want to see, <laughs> so what do you want to see, Mike, why, why? It's so funny, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that, I don't want to, it's my, my space, like, like I said, friend, like, let's just respect people's sp- yeah, spaces like and time, that's all I'm saying. My in-laws, for example, they're very comfortable like that. Everyone, you know, cousins. I'm like, wow, man, that is so inspiring. But, (laughs) (laughs) like, go, you know, flaunt your body, like, do your thing, you know. But I'm always like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And sometimes, you know, because now my mom in love, she has the shower. And you know me, I'm not a bath person. Guys, I'm such a finicky human being. Oh, my God. But I'm not a bath bath person, so the shower is in her bedroom. So maybe sometimes, you know, I'd need to shower, and she's there. I mean, it's her house, it's her of room, course. and I mean, I really need to shower. So it's kind of like, you know what? Just just do it. Just go for it. Be naked. <laughs> get like just. It's such a like yeah. 
an achievement sometimes. I want someone to see myself doing that really. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I, I'd rather just even opt out for now the bus. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I can't. She's there. No, I'd rather. No, I'd, I'm like, no, I'll take the bus. It's fine. I'll, I'll shower I'll at my house. It's fine. I'm not. <laughs> no, I can't. Bath. I've not taken a bath in easily easily four or three years maybe once in between yeah like maybe like maybe once because like there really wasn't but like in bath like oh i'm going to take a bath me free will like because no i i, really? I, I can't yeah i, I i've I'm, no, I've, I'm the opposite i don't like showers i i don't i'm not no they no they're not my thing no i don't like showers i uh I prefer bathing. I prefer just being there in the tub and you're relaxing. And I feel like it's it's my me time type of way, type mm. of thing. Like I'm able to relax. I'm able to, yeah. I think better in the shower. That. Like when I'm in the shower, I get the best thoughts. Whether if, if I'm thinking of a song, it comes in the shower. If I'm thinking of how can mm. I improve something, I'm like, oh, actually, you know. Um, and, and also it's quick. I don't know if I like to be wet for too long. I get you. You know? So, like, the bath, and then it gets cold, and you need to add hot water, and it gets cold, and you need to add more hot water. (laughs) No. I think for me, it's just that relaxing feeling that I get when I'm there, because then I'm like, as soon as the water gets cold, then I'm like, okay, you need to start bathing now. Because then when I get in, I'm just thinking <laughs> about whatever. My thoughts are just they all just over roll. the place. And then I'm relaxing. And then and then when the water starts to get cold, I'm like, okay, move now. Do something. Yeah. And that's when I start type of thing. That's when I start to... But I enjoy that. Showers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just the boarding school thing. Because it was quick, obviously, in the Ooh. morning to just shower. Yeah. And then we're able to for the day and make sure you do it before they catch you because we're not supposed to be taking showers in the morning and we're like you know what you remember hey brad trying to tell you how clean you should be we're like no ladies you're not gonna gonna shower here (laughs) twice i don't care in the morning in the night i'm going to get into this shower even if it means waking up at 3 a.m and we also realize that when you don't bath before you go to bed you you don't sleep nicely. I like you it's like I mm, feel cold consistently. Something, right? Yeah. You you get more relaxed. I feel like when there's you some actually gunk. go yeah. um to be clean like that. Yeah. And I yeah. fall asleep easier as well when I take a shower than when I don't. When I don't I take a lot longer to fall asleep. Meh. Yeah, it's it's easier. Um, yeah, maybe it is that that you're saying the relaxing part. But when I take a shower before bed, I tend to fall asleep, you know, a lot quicker than what I would if I do not take mm-hmm. that shower, especially um, if I'm cold. I get you. Yeah, I get you. You know, friend, this morning I had a conversation. No, not this morning. Last night <clears throat> with my brother mm-hmm. and. So my nephew went back to school, like preschool yesterday, okay. and we're talking. He's like, I ask him, do you want another child? Hmm. So, because he's it's his own child. I mean, only child. Yeah. So he's like, Mm-mm. I thought I did, but he's like, because I well, I thought he did. I remember yeah. last year he used to say he wants a second child. Yeah. But now he's like, no, I'm good. I'm did good. he say like, why? It's it's. Yeah, he's saying he he's okay. Um. 
kind of my the reasons is like I, I don't know but it's just maybe like and I, I remember we touched on this though that it's mm. so emotionally demanding to also have a child never mind the finances it's like yeah. my brother works crazy hours like yeah. from Monday to Saturday Sundays he hardly has time when he comes back from work his chances are the, the kid is sleeping like he hardly has um a lot of time to spend with him for mm. one so it is like i feel like in a way i'm neglecting him mm. and and then adding it's another not one to the like, pack yeah then it's like I, i feel like i'm also adding another trauma or like that thing of a feeling of um neglect yeah. from my brother and it's not intentional of course we know that because he's working but for him it's like because it's just so emotionally it's taxing um what's the word yeah it's it's, it's emotionally taxing but i get it now i think me not even having a child it was it was a thing of ah uh, you need to just have money and the person who's going to be making the child with mm. and then you'll be i know it's quite stupid i i my 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 head space was just that have money and then have a person who ever going to have the child with but then and then you're going to be good but guys parenting yeah. guys i take my hat off for you guys like when you were well, younger, uh, when you were younger did you want kids and how many if you did funny enough when i was a kid i remember until i didn't want kids um marriage even for now i we've even spoken about this yeah. it's still a fear of mine it's not something that i said and i wish one day i get married i'm not even gonna lie um and i remember when i even from a kid and until i was 26 7 mm. and not not so long ago i was so adamant that i'm not having kids mm. <laughs> i was like motherhood is not for me mm. but i think This is 2021, 2019-ish, mm-hmm. somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Or last year, actually, not 2019. I think mid last year, I was like, I think I would want a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and my reason right now for, I just want to experience, because I see how motherhood ha- changes a lot of um, the close friends and my, friend, my cousins, yeah. how it has changed them for the better. Yeah. So for me, I would just want to see how motherhood would change me. And another thing, my number one, it's just, it's so beautiful to see how mothers are able to love unconditionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, it's so beautiful, bruh. And for me, I just want to experience that because, yes, you love your parents, you love your friends, you love your family and all mm. of that. But there's always that type of it's like mara if this happens i'm not about that mara and yes and i understand it's also boundaries yeah. you set some boundaries yeah. for yourself you know but with seeing her mother like you you are so selfless in loving your child yeah. like it's so and for me part of the reason why i didn't want to have kids because i'm like i'm too selfish to be a mother because you it's so giving like yeah. you need to give at all times yeah. type of thing yeah. but now like let me put it this i'm open to it i'm open okay. to it i'm not saying i'm gonna get pregnant now but yeah i'm open to it you know just do it mm. <laughs> no i'm kidding but um what you're saying is true because the thing with i think uh one thing that i can say i learned with motherhood in terms of you know now that you're saying unconditional love 
it's kind of like what does that really mean type of thing which is on the surface you'd think it's loving someone with not having to get anything in return but i think Mm. more it's it becomes more about that yes to an extent but more about understanding that you don't really it's like being there's no way out of motherhood or of parenthood Mm -hmm. you know you literally don't have another option. Yeah, I guess people ditch kids and all of that stuff all the time. But if you are a parent that actually wants to be, there is no way out. So there's no conditions here. There's nothing here. So no matter what this child does, because I mean, they get to you (laughs) a lot of times, you know. (laughs) Of course, of course. They're not going to act right all the time. You get what I'm Um, saying? Yeah. And I see how my brother Mm -hmm. also is growing and the relationship between him and my parents, you know, the relationship between me and my parents, like just realizing that even at this age, even being out of the house and having a family of my own, I literally still am my parents' child. Like when I'm in need, Mm -hmm. they are the first ones that I think of. And they literally still with that same energy, with that same promptness, they get up and find a solution. Still at this age. Can I ask something though? Um, did you like was was being a mother for you always um, something that you wanted? Yes, I actually thought I'd want about three kids max, two to three. That's what mm-hmm. I've always wanted, like a whole family, two to three children and stuff. So motherhood. Yeah. Did you have any concerns though, like any fears that um, were I don't know. Not until I had so my holding, child. Holding you back in a way. Not until I um, actually fell pregnant. Okay, let me, sorry to interrupt you there. Because yeah. let me tell you, for the reason why I asked, for me to say I didn't want kids, it was because of a lot of fears. I'm like, yeah. okay, we had, like, because our visual impairment. Yes. Like, oh my God, yes. how am I going to raise a child? Yeah. We yeah. I'm still yeah. dependent on other people. Yeah. Um, another thing. Ooh, what if the father runs away? If, and I'm, am I going to be able to this, do this yeah, alone? Yeah. You know? um, and it's still concerns that I have now, but I think now it's, 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 it's calmed down a bit because I'm seeing also how many of my friends, I have you, I have other and yeah. other friends who are mothers yes. and who are doing it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. Who are doing it and they're doing a very good job. At You're that. seeing so it from different also, spectrums. Yeah, so those fears, I'm like, they're still there. They're still there, but I'm like, I think I think it's doable. <laughs> it's think, doable type of thing. But, I don't have yeah. those specific fears, and it's so interesting you say that because it kind of makes me think of that thing that we were talking about earlier of what you grow up around and how that affects your mindset. Yeah. And yeah, funny enough, I've okay. So my visual impairment, I never thought about that until until I actually got pregnant. Right. I never thought about wow. that as an aspect of I don't know why. Maybe because you mm-hmm. know I lost my sight at a not so young age but i and i had some sight so i didn't kind of anticipate any of that but for example mm. how you say there was that and also the will the father stick around and stuff i never had those yeah. fears because my plan was to be married before i had a child ah, okay so i okay. never considered the possibility of falling pregnant and the father denying the mm-hmm. child you know that mm. that that surprisingly has never been a fear of mine and even when i felt pregnant um 
that wasn't a fear because I was confident that whatever decision would make was a collective, like it was between me and my partner, you know? So it happened, it happened before marriage, obviously, but mm-hmm. funny enough. Yeah. I, I've, that's something that I've never had. I think it's also, like you said, it, for me, maybe that fear came from my close cousins yes. when they had their kids, they had trauma now. Mm. with the baby dogs. So I think for me, it just added on to that fear. I'm like, yeah. no, no, how am I going to do this type of thing? Yes. Yes, and now it's good. Like, the kids are growing up. They're doing, even though the father's whatever, it's, it's whatever, it's also a story for another day, but they are still able to raise their kids despite of whether the father is there or not type mm. of thing. Mm. I yeah. think that's also another thing that's like, dude, I can't control what the next person does. But yeah. either way, I, I think I'll still be okay if that person chooses to do their own thing. Because the thing, I mean. the thing with parenthood also that I say, and I still believe in this strongly, right? Even though, for example, I've got my husband with me and we do this, this thing together. At the end of the day, yeah. there's an aspect of it that between him and my son, it's up to them you know, to build a relationship, to build a bond. It's not my responsibility to make sure that, you know, yes, I can try, like, in listen, spend more time with him and blah, 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 blah. But the effort that I have to do that for myself as well, you know. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much. Exactly. So even even when people are together and raising kids together, that that relationship you have with, with that person is still your responsibility, like any other relationship or friendship or whatever. You have your sense, your responsibility to bond, you know, to build that. And also there comes an age where your kid is old enough to understand where it's also their responsibility to reciprocate the effort in this, you know? I actually never even looked at it that way. Mm, But I hear you. So it's not just like in a single mother and a single father situation. Yes. But even from us being here, my friendship with my kid and my husband's friendship with my kid two different things what we talk about mm. what we bond over it's different so you can't um i think that's where one of those misconceptions comes in where it's like you know if i have someone at least mm, you know there are people who are married and one parent has a better relationship and a stronger bond with the child than the mm. other does it, it and it happens because you can also be there again being in that type of relationship but the parents also be absent even yeah. though you guys are living in the same household type of thing. Exactly. I get what you mean. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, those, those things are one of those that I, I I learned, like, in after, especially after we all moved in together, the three of us. I was like, okay, I, I mean, I can only do so much because already I have to be there emotionally for this child. I have to make sure they're eating. I have to make sure they're ready for school. I have to make sure, like, that they are fine, you know, and I still need to mm. laugh with them and play with them if I feel like it or not. Like, it's so exhausting, you know. And then on top mm. of this, now I must make sure that you and your dad have a good relationship. I was like, nah, no, <laughs> that's not my job. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's where I kind of like. I get you. Yeah. I get you. I but you know, I, oh, bro, I commend, I commend, especially young mothers and oh, yeah. young wives. Like, it's so, really, I think emotionally, it's so taxing. Like, never mind, yeah, it's keeping the house together, the cleaning, whatever. It is. But just emotionally, I think 
Dude, I, I commend you guys for that. Um, yeah, like young, especially being young. And because especially maybe around this age that we're yeah. at, you, you, you're trying to figure yourself out, you know? You're yeah. trying to build somewhat of a career. You're trying to yeah. unlearn and things that you you learned that you, you learned were taught before. like when yeah. you were younger. Yeah. You are you're finding yourself, and now having to do all of that for you personally, and then now you have to take care of your family. You have your your, your child, your children yeah. that you have to take care yeah. of emotionally. Your husband, but you also Everyone, have to take care know? of. Um, in other ways and emotionally, whatever yeah. it, it's, and to do that functionally and in a healthy way. And it's I don't that know, thing, but I, I, I commend you guys. Is that I thing I was saying to you the other day that it's like, I think it. I don't know if it's that's. I understand now why when I look at my parents and many people from their generations, they don't really have like a crazy. Um, circle of friends you know I think right now my mom I can count like maybe four people that I know but even that it's like she, it's not like she's out gallivanting with her friends all the time my dad I don't know my dad's friends I don't think my dad has friends right now you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that thing because at some point your priorities your your well your mental and emotional mm-hmm. well-being needs to go towards this you know even as a single person i think your your mental and emotional health has to go towards you towards your growth towards your career towards your dreams and goals you can't be stressing here about my friend didn't come (laughs) to my birthday my friend didn't send me a text my friend hasn't spoken to me and so like come on what are you what, what else is keeping you busy you know so i'm learning now i think spending 24-7 24-7 practically with the boys that I think yeah. some things are really, really more important. Yes, my friends are very valuable and I miss you guys a lot. I miss, you know, mm. being in the same space physically and just having a great time. I really crave that a lot, you know? Mm. But if I dwell on that, I'll be sad, you know? Because I'll constantly oh. be feeling like, I miss my girls, I want to be with my girls. Like, that's where my energy will go towards versus making sure that I've got an episode going out every week, you know, making sure that mm-hmm. my kid starts at least does one or two lessons every day, making sure that my house is clean, killing cockroaches, yeah. like we were, like stuff like that. So I think the older you get, just those priorities change, you know, who and what nah. is really important. And COVID also came know, to contribute to that. You know what? I, 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 it's just so amazing to uh, to witness such things, the way it unfolds as we go up. That, like you said, your priorities change. I mean, you can't be being right now that I'm going to a party, meaning what the hell am I going to be wearing? Like, it's, mm. it's things like that, man. Type of things, yeah. you know, your priorities now. It's probably that I eat whatever what i needed to eat today like for me being single mm. not have not being married not having kids mm. like my priority is today did i drink enough water did yes. i whatever things that is ensuring um that i'm okay type of thing yeah. but what i also also admire about where you guys are like being a young couple a young family mm. it's that the sense of stability that you guys also have as opposed to where I'm at and not that I'm 
I'm, I'm bashing where I'm at in, in, in a way. But it's mm-hmm. also, I think for me, it would also give me that sense of, yes, you like you said, I mean, you would like to show your friends. You would love to. But it's also a thing of having that stability and knowing that you are home with your boys, with the family. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Everything else is like, uh, you can work around it. It's nothing nothing hectic it, it, it just that having that sense of stability and knowing that my focus is here and this right now and of course as time maybe moves your priorities will change um yeah. your son is gonna move out at some point now your priorities will change things mm. will shift type of thing i don't know if you make yeah i hope you get I what mean, i mean I, I get what you mean i get what you mean but i think also where uh i would say i guess it comes down to what I thought adulthood would be like versus what it really is. Mm-hmm. Where, according to my plans, was by now, let's say I didn't lose my eyesight. Okay, let's go back yeah. to I lost my eyesight. Sort of probably studied psychology. I would have been a psychologist right now. I would have had my own, you know, I mean, I would have graduated what, uh, yeah. almost 10 years ago, right? About, mm. um whatever, eight years ago, graduation, right? And... Mm-hmm. I will have had my stability in my career. I will have have had my marriage and have had my two to three kids after marriage, be living in Mm -hmm. a different house. That's not this one. Probably I'll Mm -hmm. have enough money for a driver because, you know, I'm I'm not able to drive. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's where, according to what I would have liked, that's where I would be, you know, but with, I'm, I won't even say like in polar opposite. No, actually polar opposite, right? Because I was even talking <laughs> to my partner today. I was like, look, I feel like I was watching something because you know my kid is diagnosed with ADHD and ADHD is yeah. highly, highly genetic. It's really genetic. Well, I don't know what really yeah. genetic means, but it's genetic. Um, mm. So I was just looking into it uh, in adults. I've always kind of suspected that I might have you know, some traits of ADHD just on my academic history and just how I am in general, right? And I'm okay. listening to this lady and she's almost a peer, like, in terms of age. And I'm like, damn it, that is that is how I feel. I feel like I'm unable to hold, to keep shit together. I feel like I make mm-hmm. a plan today, I'm going to get up and do this. Like yesterday, for example, of the cleaning, I was supposed to just do this. And then I literally slept at 1 a.m. I couldn't control myself, like, I couldn't stop. You know, mm. and my focus in my career, what am I doing? What am I really going to focus on? And that feeling mm. of failing, like in by now at 32, I shouldn't be hustling the way that I am. At 32, mm. I should I should have like my income. I should have more. I don't know, like not this. This is not you what it looks like. Though. I, I really do. And very... You know, I thought that was the last <laughs> when I when I think of you, yeah, really, like, and I know that this is something I know it's not just from me. Most of our friends have told you this. Yeah. When I look at you and your family, dude, it's it's something that I, despite my fears of just marriage, yeah. for me, it's just it's it, it's an aspiration of mine. It's like, Ooh. oh man, <laughs> have it together. 
I guess it depends on what depends on what that like how do you define it? You and also other um, our our other close friends, yeah, like who's also a young couple. So I look at them, I'm like, oh my goodness, good lord, this is this is the goal. I feel feel like they have it together. (laughs) This is family. (laughs) You know, I'm so surprised that you feel that way. No, I I honestly do. And that's why I'm convinced that I think I have ADHD. I think, right? But to an extent. But I would like to know whether I do or not. So I was even saying, and, and my husband is like, no, you don't. I'm like, you're not, you don't understand what I'm saying. Um, mm. I honestly, it's, it's, it's a thing that I am trying. Like I get up and you know when you, you know when you like try, but you just, you know, it's not coming out. Okay, you know when you're looking for a word and you search yeah. and it doesn't come out and you mm-hmm. s- it doesn't come out and eventually mm-hmm. you give up. That's how I feel with with stuff. You know, that's how I feel with a routine. That's how I feel with just keeping track and just prioritizing sometimes, you know. Like, in, I feel like mm-hmm. I, I know what I need to do, but it, it's just not happening. It's not coming out. And... In my head, I tend to translate that to maybe I'm being a bit lazy or I'm just being, you know, unmotivated and I struggle with this, I struggle with that. So it's a constant battle because I'm not where, not even where I thought I would be. I I get, I move on from things very easily. I don't dwell on, I should have, you know, I did, I didn't, I move on. But in terms of just that, 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 end goal like where am i going that focus i can't see Mm. you know i feel like i'm just going i'm just walking around and i guess it's one of those things where but this is more in my head than out there until now i guess yeah um but i think that also happens to everyone like in that I think I everyone <laughs> thinks so. I'm loving now because, like, I think that's the best. Ex- like, that's the best I can express myself. I look at my life now. I'm like, how? Wait. <laughs> like, what happened? When? 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 Where? How? Where? Guys. And maybe <laughs> it's that. Thing. that's why even remember we're talking about the social what media life am i living is yes. this my life you know it's <laughs> yeah. like you remember when we're talking about um leaving social media and all of that it's it yeah. for me it kind of stems from this because i look at people that are fucking younger than me I'm like no way do you have your shit to, no no way and everything <laughs> i listen to everything i see everyone is like they, they have their shit together can somebody come out and say that it's a, it's, imp- it's a battle? You know? Like, I don't see it. Like, you know, in Mozambique, we say, I'm not seeing game here. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see the game. I don't see Jack, like, nothing. You know? All right. So, this was part one of our conversation. Next week, we will continue with part two. And we're going to dive into quite an interesting subject. For those who don't know, a lot about African spiritualism. What is the calling? What is uh, being a Sangoma, a traditional healer? And uh, Miss Mfikwe is going to take us through her journey, uh, through her process of answering to her calling to now being 
a traditional healer. So I hope you all enjoy, enjoyed this episode and I shall see you all next week for part two. I love you all.